I'm Alexa Lauren, and welcome to my podcast, Heart of a Seeker. Today's topic is going to be about pushing through the discomfort. Before we get started, I want to open up in prayer. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for your love, your kindness, and mercy. Thank you that you are always with us, even through struggles, even through hard times, even through the discomfort. Lord, I pray that in the discomfort, we find comfort in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So this topic is going to be a tough one, but I often ask the Lord, what should I talk about? I don't like just coming to um, coming to talk about just any message. Typically, it's like I always share messages that maybe I've been also struggling with answers or I've been praying and asking God for wisdom or guidance. And I really felt like he wanted me to talk about pushing through the discomfort that so many times in life. We really struggle navigating through tough situations, emotional situations, and oftentimes the way we cope can manifest in different ways. And that could look like um, obsessing thoughts, it could be replaying scenarios in our mind, it could be um, asking the what ifs, what if I would have done X, Y, Z, what if I would have done this, what if I would have done that, what if, what if, right? It could be wanting to distract ourselves with other people, going out, partying, drinking, sleeping around. Uh, It can just manifest in so many different ways that sometimes pushing through that discomfort can be really challenging. And as we talked about in last week's episode, we talked about not giving up when things are hard. So I guess this is a little bit of a spinoff on how to really push through those uncomfortable times in life? How do we get through it when maybe we do have peace, but we still have sadness or we don't understand why something happened and we're trying our best to move forward, but we still have a lot of unanswered questions and maybe even feel like we have an unanswered prayer or maybe the prayer wasn't answered the way we wanted or hoped. So what is the purpose of pushing through the discomfort? Interestingly enough, I left my Bible open last night and I put it on my desk and the desk that I normally record my podcast on. And I always like to go to the Word and try to find scripture that can give us guidance on what we can do in different situations. Oddly enough, and I love the way God works, it was already open to 2 Corinthians. And I started reading the pages and I was like, wow, this really lines up with what God was asking me to share, which is pushing through the discomfort. So I want you to hear what 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 17 have to say. It says, so we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our internal self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So I want to point out a couple of things that were in that verse and kind of break it down to share it a little bit further. But it says, we do not lose heart. It's so tempting to want to lose heart when we're pushing through discomfort. And what is discomfort? Discomfort could be 
not getting the news we wanted, a prayer not being answered the way we wanted, a relationship ending, a relationship not changing or us seeing the things we prayed for come to pass. It could be not getting that promotion or losing a job. Discomfort can be anything that makes us really feel like we're losing a hope or we're at the brink of losing hope and not knowing how am I going to push through this time. Like I'm really stressed out. I feel really uncomfortable in this current situation. I feel uncomfortable in my relationship. I feel uncomfortable that I had to walk away. I feel uncomfortable that things aren't going the way I thought they would go. And so it says in 2 Corinthians 4.16 that we do not lose heart. It says that the outer self is wasting away, that the things that are on the outside, the external things, the things that we can see are wasting away. They're just, they're just mere. They're just for the time being, but the things that are happening within us are eternal, that the changes God is doing within us through the discomfort, the things that we're learning in this season, because no season is wasted because the Lord tells us that he wastes nothing, that he will work all things for good. So all the things that we're going through today, even if it wasn't the way we hoped, even if it wasn't how we wanted it to be, he is developing something inside of us. He is teaching us something if we allow him, because if we don't allow to take the lesson and we don't allow those moments of discomfort to shape and mold us, then we can miss out of what God is trying to teach us. Something I used to pray when I was younger, and I still do to this day, is I'll ask God, what is it you're trying to teach me? What is it you're trying to teach me in this moment? And it's funny because there's this um, quote that I've heard that says something along the lines that... God will keep allowing things to happen until we learn the lesson, right? And sometimes jokingly, I tell God, okay, God, I I think I got it. Like, I think I got the lesson. I don't want to keep suffering. I don't want to keep getting sad. I don't want to keep going through, you know, relationships that don't work out in the end and going through those seasons. But in the end of the day, I realized that God was developing something in me and God was trying to heal me of certain behaviors that I did have. And in the past, it was so easy to want to blame my ex-partners of what they did wrong. It was so easy for me to be like, have sort of a victim mentality without meaning to, but being like, well, they treated me this way and they were so mean to me. And, you know, the relationship wasn't healthy, which it wasn't. But instead of really realizing my role in the relationship, It was easier to just see what had been done to me instead of realizing I not only did God try warning me, if I'm honest, and I go back and look at those relationships of the signs God tried to show me early on, but I ignored, but I also see that I should have walked away instead of having stayed in certain situations. And that was really hard because I really, when I, when I'm with someone, I become very attached I call it loyalty. I'm very loyal to them. But the reality is I think I just become so attached because I allow my emotions to get so involved. I didn't know how to walk away. I didn't know how to step away. And I also realized that I rushed in to relationships sometimes, and I'm talking about romantically. I'd rush into romantic relationships 
And then I'd get to know my partner and there were things that maybe I didn't agree with, maybe their values or their vision didn't line up with mine. And instead of saying to myself, okay, Alex, you should walk away. This isn't going to work. No, I wanted it to work. And I, for some reason in my mind thought once I was there, I had to make it work. And I stayed for a long time in relationships trying to make them work. When in reality, I knew that our goals and our visions didn't align. So what happened? Both parties were very frustrated. And unfortunately, it did become and create a very unhealthy environment for those involved, including myself and my partners. And so I realized after my last relationship that I couldn't keep blaming them, that I really needed to look at myself. And I'm sharing this I don't know why, if I'm honest, because I typically don't like talking about my relationships. I'll talk about everything else but this topic, but maybe it's something God wants me to share and maybe it's something that might help you. But I realized that I had to take responsibility for my part. I couldn't keep sitting here saying, woe is me, that this situation didn't work out and that now I'm feeling uncomfortable because I allowed my emotions to get attached. I still cared about this person and I had to walk away because I knew that we in our current situation in life where we both were, we were not on the same page. And though I went through that, God used it for so much good. You know, people could be like, oh, well, that was time wasted or you know, that sucks that that happened. But in the end of the day, I don't think it's time wasted. I think this time I really realized that there were things that those partners were trying to point out that instead of me being so more willing to hear what they were saying, I was more shut down and I wouldn't listen. And so when I started reflecting back on my previous relationships in general, I could see patterns in myself where I was, where I literally did not know how a to handle my emotions through difficult situations. I overreacted several times in the past. I wasn't always the kindest myself, and part of that was because my expectations weren't being met. But also is because I realized I hadn't given myself the opportunity to really get to know these people before having jumped into a relationship. And of course, when I allowed my emotions to get involved, I didn't want to leave and I was trying so hard to make it work, even to the point where sometimes I lost myself in these relationships. And over the last few months, I've been in counseling. I've been working with my counselor. I've been also, you know, reading and studying and realizing that this situation is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to have to look at yourself. It's uncomfortable to realize that maybe you did have a role to play in all of this. And it's uncomfortable to have to go through the pain of having a relationship end or things not working out how you hoped, looking at your life and being like, this isn't where I thought I'd be right now. And in the end, what I did realize was God matured me so much. God matured me so much through that heartache, through that discomfort that I'm now a lot calmer. I'm more at peace, even though it was hurtful and I was sad that the relationship came to an end. I realized, you know what? God is good. He doesn't waste anything. 
this shows me and showed me the areas I needed to grow, the areas I needed to mature, the areas I wasn't taking responsibility. And I know this is uh, specific to uh, relationships, but it really can go for anything. It could be I know I've worked in positions in the past when before I was self-employed, when I worked for other companies, and I know sometimes I wasn't giving my all. And and eventually people did see that. And so what happened, the discomfort was when uh, eventually that position ended and I was in a situation where I needed to decide what I was going to do. And it can also be a a friendship of uh, someone in your family that maybe you have had some issues with where you've had to set boundaries and it's uncomfortable to set boundaries. It's uncomfortable to not want to rescue someone in your family or a friend when you see them struggling. There's so many times and, you know, these are all things that I've personally gone through myself. It's like there's so many times where I have just been really uncomfortable and it's had to develop skill inside of me instead of me wanting to always take the easy way. And what's the easy way? Just saying yes and not always setting boundaries. And then later it starts to really take a toll on my mental health, on my spirit. I'm not really helping the person. I'm trying to put myself in the position of quote unquote saving when really God is the savior. God is the one that will help them. And yes, he can move the hearts of his children to help somebody. But sometimes we have to exercise wisdom and ask the Lord, do you really want me to step in here? Do you really want me to help you? I'm not help you help them that he begins to move us to do something if he calls us to. But I can see a lot of times I would want to step in a position of quote unquote helping, which later ended up causing a lot of um, stress on my personal life and my financial life and my everyday life. I was, I felt sad. I felt like I wasn't appreciated. I realized I wasn't giving from the right heart, from the right position. It was, you know, I gave, but then later when I didn't see that was appreciated, I would throw it in the person's face, which was wrong of me. And so I started to tell myself, if I don't feel the Lord telling me to do something and I don't feel, if I feel that later I'm going to feel tempted to throw this in someone's face, then maybe I'm not giving from the right position. Maybe I'm not doing this really out of obedience, but out of me trying to quote unquote save or help someone in their situation. And so with that being said, I think one thing God has really taught me through the uncomfortable times is where's my heart in this? Is my heart out of obedience? Am I doing what the Holy Spirit is telling me to do? Or am I doing it because something in me, I'm trying to prove something to myself, or maybe I want to be like, oh, I'm the nice person because I helped so-and-so, or I wanted to help them because X, Y, Z. But later, where you know if you're really doing it out of a pure heart is what happens when they don't appreciate it? What happens when they don't pay you back? What happens when they stop talking to you for months and then only call you when they need you? You know, These are all different types of situations that have happened in my life since I was a teenager. There's no one specific person in my life that I haven't put myself in a similar position. And it wasn't until I started reflecting on my own roles instead of being what I would say a victim, I started asking myself, where could I have done things differently? Where was my heart in those situations? And 
then I realized, was I trying to take the place of God to save people that he never called me to help? And so there is such a fine line of exercising wisdom because I never want to say don't help someone because I really do believe God uses us to help the kingdom and expand it. But I also want us to be aware of where is your heart when you're doing it? Are you going to be upset later when no one applauds you? Are you going to be upset later when people don't know what you did? Are you going to be upset later when that person doesn't show their appreciation? And see, that's where you really know where your heart is. And this podcast, and I'm going to say it as many times as I need to say it, because I know some people might be joining that haven't heard before, but this podcast is called Heart of a Seeker because what I wanted from the beginning was for us to look at ourselves, for us to ask ourselves these hard questions that are uncomfortable to ask, things that we don't always want to talk about and things that we don't want to really look inside of our own heart and see that we need to change and allow the Lord to correct us. I remember there was a situation where something happened and I was very upset. And then the Holy Spirit pointed out a time that I cre- I did a similar behavior to somebody else. And the Holy Spirit said, if this person did this and you consider it this way, then you did the same thing to that other person. And I remember thinking, wow, I never thought of it that way. And then I kind of almost felt like a hypocrite for having been so angry. It didn't make the behavior right. It doesn't dismiss what that person did. But what it did show me was I wasn't off the hook either. It made me think of, and I believe I referenced this recently also, but take the log out of your own eye before you take the speck out of your friend's eye. Meaning, look at yourself. What are you doing? What is it that you have done to be part of that situation that created that outcome. And so I really encourage you that when you are in a tough season, when you are in an uncomfortable season, to learn to push through it, to really ask God, what are you teaching me through this? It can be, again, I'm going to go back to it. It could be the loss of a job. It could be a new job. It could be relationships, whether that's romantically, friendships, Uh, family. It could be learning to set boundaries. It could be so many different things. But in those moments, ask the Holy Spirit, what is it you want to teach me? What is my role in this? And also, how can I learn to forgive and extend forgiveness, even if someone doesn't ask for it? Because at the end of the day, forgiveness, forgiveness is for ourselves. And we have to learn to, again, move through that because What's the opposite of us not working through the discomfort? Finding comfort in things outside of God, going out and partying, drinking, doing drugs, having sex, um, working, work, being a workaholic and avoiding relationships with your family or friends because you don't want to go through those feelings. So we try to drown ourselves in something outside of that. And I know I've been guilty of this in the past. I know that if I'm not careful, it is tempting to want to go back to my old ways or to find comfort in other people or other places. But in the end of the day, if I allow myself to fall into that trap, then I'm not going to ever mature and really grow so I can have a better future. It said like 
it said in the scripture we read in the beginning, beginning, it says, we are being renewed internally day by day. And how are we renewed internally? By what we are, by what we are inputting and depositing into ourselves. What are we listening to? What are we feeding our souls and our spirits with? Are we trying to just drown out the noise and hide and like watch TV all day or just listen to music or, you know, not really find that one-on-one time with the Lord? Are you reading the word? Are you listening to sermons? Are you finding ways to develop yourself in a different way that is positive, that is going to help you long-term? So I really encourage you when you're in those moments of discomfort, you have two choices. You have a choice to go find comfort in the world, or you have choice to find comfort in the Lord. I want to close out in Psalms 145, starting in verse 18. It says, The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. He also hears the cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. I want you to remember that, one, God is there when we need him. He is just waiting for us to seek him in relationship and to allow him to minister to our hearts. And that happens by having the Holy Spirit be our counselor. It says the Holy Spirit is our counselor, that when Jesus died on the cross for our sins and we believe that he died for us and we confess that with our mouths and we ask him to be our Lord and Savior, then he said he will leave us his counselor, which is the Holy Spirit who ministers to our hearts. As we read his word, we begin to gain understanding through the Holy Spirit. And so when we call upon him, he will begin to minister to us, but it also, there is a consequence when we choose to select a life outside of God, when we choose to find comfort in the world, unfortunately, there are consequences and there are punishments that happen due to the choices that we make outside of God. The thing is, when we seek God, He can give us wisdom, He can minister to us, we can find clarity on certain situations instead of taking a different route. When we try to find comfort in the world or people that are not giving us godly wisdom, then we might make choices that are outside of His will for our lives that might bring on really complicated or difficult situations or consequences. And so, even though it sounds pretty harsh where it says the wicked will be destroyed, the truth is when we look for a life outside of God, we see that it is harder in the sense of we sometimes don't learn to control ourselves. We don't learn to mature in those difficult times and we end up acting out out of emotion instead of wisdom. So I really pray that God will give us the wisdom that we need, that he would help us not act in emotion, that when the difficult times come, when the discomfort happens in our lives, that we would choose to ask God, Lord, teach us, show me what you want me to learn in this. Give me wisdom, Father God. It says in James that if we ask for wisdom, he will give us wisdom. I pray that we wouldn't give in to our flesh, that we wouldn't give in to our emotions of wanting to run away from the discomfort, but rather that we would embrace it and allow ourselves to be renewed and transformed day by day through his word and through the things that he teaches us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining this week. And thank you so much for just 
being here and being a part of this day. I really pray that this message blesses you. If it did, feel free to share it with your friends and family. And also, if you're not already following me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok under I'm Alexa Lauren. And you can also follow me on Facebook on Alexa Lauren. Thank you so much, guys. And I will be with you guys next week.